count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try, try, and told, try and told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang? to the Grindcast. Grind Simon Arias here. Get ready. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. And I want to talk about, I want to, this might not be for everybody, but this is going to be for people that need to attract talent into their place of employment or business. Um, and then I want to give my input on why I like to work with the youth, why I like to work with young people and some of the challenges and pros and cons of working with uh, the youth. So with with personal i call it personal recruiting you know it depends on what you're looking for what position that you're looking for but in my experience you know all the way to the beginning of 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 me being in business my experience is i i have found that the best people the majority of the time not always but more than half of the time some of my best are best people employees people that, that, that we do business with came off of a personal relationship. Either I, I already knew them or I got introduced to them or I found them walking randomly uh, in the mall or at a restaurant or whatever it is. And so to me, I'm always in business mode. I'm always scouting talent. I'm always looking for the next LeBron James, just like any major Division one college program. They're always looking for the next upcoming high school superstar. I'm always looking for the next person that we can help to change their life that can be mutually beneficial where they would help the business and we would be able to help to de develop them as a person. And so I want to give some tips on how to go about that if this applies to you. And then I'm going to cover why I like working with with young people. And if you're not doing this why you should consider possibly depending on the business, why you should work with, with the youth. Um, so first is, is I think you got to always be on the lookout. You, you ever get a new car or you like a car and then all of a sudden you start seeing that car all the time when you're driving, you know, my, my goddaughter, she, she started liking Jeeps and now all of a sudden we're always looking at Jeeps. I always see Jeeps going, Jeeps going by. So, if your mind is fixed on whatever business that you're in, man, I, I want to find this type of a person, then you need to always be on the lookout. You need to always be just mentally just be ready because it can happen. You could find that person at a, at a sitting at the bar. You could find that person at the mall. You may bump into that person at a car wash, a cookout. You never know, but you got to be ready. And, and then when you find those people, if you're on the lookout, the reason why I think people, they may say, man, that guy, that girl would have been great for our business. They don't take shots. They don't even, because they're afraid of the person telling them no or the way that they're going to look or, or, or whatever. And so they miss out on changing somebody else's life with an opportunity. It's, especially now that I've and I've always had the vision for what was going to happen. But now that we've already built up enough victories and wins and successes, it's almost feeling like you're, you're, you're coming to play for the Patriots or Alabama or, you know, good programs where 
not in an arrogant manner, but I'm thinking you're lucky to come here. We're going to change your life. You have an impact. You have an uh, you have a, an opportunity to literally change your life, not just financially, but just mentally, spiritually, physically. We're going to. So when when I'm trying to attract talent, I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, I hope you're smart enough to get it and take advantage of it. I hope you I hope you can see it. And if you don't see it, I'm not mad. I'm I'm not upset. I'm not embarrassed. No, it's just I feel bad for you. Most of the time I feel like, man, that person we could have changed that person's life. And so you have to be able to not care. You have to be able to take shots. If you're looking to go 100% it's, it's, it's not going to happen. But when you're trying to attract talent or recruit people who don't like a compliment, it, it doesn't need to be, you know, it's like, even if, if you're married or you're in a relationship, if, if somebody, another guy or girl from the opposite sex, Oh man, you look sharp today. Or, or they, they hit on you and they don't know that you're married. If they do it respectfully with class and it's not ignorant, it's actually a compliment. It makes makes you feel good, or make the person feel good, and you keep on keep on moving. No harm, no foul. But and so that's the the approach. When you, if you hit on somebody that you're trying to recruit to attract to your business, they they're going to feel good about themselves. That at the very worst, somebody else saw my talent. Somebody else saw something in me, and if it's done the right way, it's it's paying them a a compliment. But oftentimes you got to have a you got to have a vision for the person like they won't always come to you in a perfect form. It's like you have an athlete that's six foot five, 185 or 200 pounds skinny and you see a vision of them playing tight end or playing a certain position. You have to be able to see, man, if I taught this person how to lift weights, got them their nutrition right, got them, taught them how to block, taught them, then wow, we have something special. You, you got to be able to, to look at a home when you're flipping homes. You got to be able to look at a house that's, that's selling for 60000 and say, man, if I put 40000 into it, that's a hundred. I can sell this for 150000 that's the way I'm looking at people sometimes when I'm personally recruiting people. I, I, I'm looking at people and it's like, yeah, to you, he looks just like a, he's just a waiter. But to me, two years from today, he's one of our top leaders. To you, this girl is just a young 21-year-old waitress or hostess. But to me... I look at her and I see her as one of our top salespeople, top performers, and her driving a brand new car and, and living in her own apartment. Like, you, you have to have a vision for, man, this person has potential. And then after the vision, you have to understand that it's going to take patience because you're going to have to develop the person if it even goes that far. And so one of my favorite questions to ask when I'm, when I'm attracting top talent is is this the plan forever? So you're washing cars. Is this the plan forever? Is this kind of like a, a an in-between thing? Are you open to, if it fit, are you open to an opportunity? And then I like to explain to people when I have time, wh why them? Give them a compliment. People are thinking like, why? Why me? 
Why me? Why are you? Well, because I saw that this whole bar was full and it's only two of you working back here and you're still running everything and, and it got to be stressful. And you're doing it all with a smile on your face or there's tons of people in this uh, champs here at the mall and I, and I see you're like one of the only ones scrambling around, running, running around and, and you're doing it all with a smile and, and staying calm and, and uh, you're just good with people. You know, f find ways of why are these, why are you complimenting these people? What, what makes them so good and so special and, and, and let them know. And so those are just some small tips on, but I'm, I'll just tell you, I, th I think that whatever position that you're looking to hire for or whatever, you're going to find a lot of your best people because you get to watch them in their normal life. Like looking at a resume, you don't know what a person's really like on a resume. But if I can watch you in your environment, if I could watch you play sports or if I could watch you be, be a bartender, if I could watch you deal with me as a client, with a customer with, with shoes or Whatever it is, if I can watch you in your environment doing what it is that you do, I have a better chance of gauging if you're going to be successful because I got to see how you are in real life. And I'm telling you, more than half of my best people in all these businesses that we have have come from personal recruiting. People that I know, people that know people that I know, and people that I just bumped into. So I'll give you a, a, a quick couple quick examples. So um, one of our top performers right now is a man by the name of Steve Dale. So him and his girl, I took, I had a contest and I took all of our team to this restaurant at the top of Mount Washington in Pittsburgh. It's on the top of a mountain, beautiful place. And so those two sit at the bar and they look just great, elegant, classy, good looking, just good aura about them. Athletic built, you know, so we deal with a lot of athletes. So I'm thinking, all right, this is a possible fit. Let me see how he talks. So I walk up to him and I strike a conversation with him and I start talking to him and seeing well, now in the middle of conversation, I'm saying, wow, this guy can eat. He, he, these two can actually, they could talk. They don't just look the part. They could talk, speak well, handle themselves well. This is somebody that would be good in, in, in our environment, in our atmosphere. And I started the relationship that way. Started the conversation that way. And moral of the story is you have to start talking to people, trying. Like a lot of people would have just left that bar. That person was our number one one of our number one top producers last year. Going to be on stage in the Bahamas at our company's convention. I met him at a bar at the top of Mount Washington at a nice restaurant. Most people would have just said bye and left. So many of our superstars, I found that way. I found a guy that's working with us now by the name of uh, Keith James. Champs. Sold me a pair of shoes. Started talking to him. About if he was open to doing something else, something different, we exchange, and we went from there. You, you, most people just make transactions without the interaction. For every time I make a transaction, if the person is good, I'm looking for a possible interaction for where we can do business together. And so, I just want to encourage you to build your business 
with personal recruiting. If I've seen any shortcut to the process of hiring good people, it's through the, the, the process of personal recruiting through people that you know or, or, or bump into. Next thing is, why do I like dealing with the youth? I like dealing with the youth because they, have a, they still have a coachable spirit. I like to still remain coachable. And, and most people that start to have some success in life, the older that they get, typically the less coachable that they get. They think they know it all, think they've seen it all, think they've done it all, think they've heard it all, and they don't want to listen anymore. Or they form bad habits. Not all the time, but a lot of the times. The youth is still open to coaching. This is where we can impact people to where they're a sponge and you can pour into them and they're ready to absorb everything that, that you're teaching without having these preconceived, oh, no, let me do it this way. How about I can do it that way? How about just open to coaching and somebody that you can mold and develop. They also have the time that's necessary to build something that's great. It, most people that are, as they get older, you know, the price has to be paid one way or the other. So if you want to be successful, you want to build something great, the price is what the price is. It, it, you ain't going to get it on discount. But the cheapest it's ever going to be is the younger that you are, the cheaper it's going to be to pay the price for success. Because as you get older, you may have a wife or a spouse or kids or you know other things that, that, that you have to manage, which makes it more challenging. You could still do it. Absolutely, you can do it. Many of our best people in this, in this industry, in the business, and in our business have kids, they're married, uh, and they get it done. But those are superstars, and, and they've learned how to manage their schedule and manage their life and not, oh, I, you know, I can't have a good relationship with my spouse because I'm working, or I can't have a good... No, you can do it all. You just got to schedule it and have the discipline to stick to it and, and the discipline to schedule it. But all in all... It takes a lot of work and a lot of time to accomplish something great, building a business. It just does. It takes a lot of work and a lot of time to build a business and to build something great. And the youth, they have less distractions, kind of. They have less distractions from a sense of no kids, wife, stuff like that. They're mobile. You can, you can move around and they're moldable. But they also come with a little bit of baggage. So pick your poison. I'll pick the poison of the youth because I'm not lazy with development. People that are lazy with development, they go get the veteran, the proven veteran with 20 years experience. And I'm not saying I don't want the veteran with 20 years experience. I'm just saying I've found a shit ton of talent working with young people but I'm not, a will, I'm, I'm not afraid to work with them at 20 years old knowing that the big payoff is going to come when they're 25, five years down the road or four years down the road. They'll impact us now, but the major impact may happen five years down the road, four years down the road, but they still got longevity. So, yeah, they're going to come with a little bit of baggage. You know, of course, they're going to have boyfriend, girlfriend issues, broken hearts, hungover. Lack of discipline sometimes, partying, 
inner office fraternization, you know, stuff like that. And that, that's par for it just comes with the territory. So pick your poison. I'm willing to work with that. You know, I, I look at I look at it like college coaching, college coaching college football, major organizations. It's like running a major business. If I'm the coach at LSU right now, I'm dealing with 18 to 23-year-olds. And they have to find a way to manage that and the egos and the success and everything else. And the kids ain't getting no older. They stay that age because people, they graduate, they go to the NFL, whatever. It's 18 to 23. And so they need somebody more mature to lead them, but the youth are the ones that can run 1,610 yard dashes for time not the 50 year old that's coaching them and 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 so we want to coach people that are in their athletic prime that like that are in their that will be in their prime when i'm done developing them and we have if you start at 25 and you mentor them to 28 you have from 28 till however many years left that they can impact your business but you have to be patient with them which means you have to develop yourself you have to remember what it was like to be that age or at least try to trade trade places with them for a minute and be a little bit patient with them but the youth bring that fire the youth brings that energy they got that go 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 i want to take on the take over the world mentality the army the military, they build with the youth. Colleges, they build with the youth. You you want to build with the build with the youth typically and and mentor and develop those people depending on what business that you're in. And so those are some of the the, the reasons why I like to work with the youth and some of the ways that I continue to work with with the youth. Is, is I just schedule time to develop them. You know, I realize now I'm 36 years old. I, I, I can still relate to them and click with them and connect with them, and I always will. I will when I'm 50 or 60 years old. I want to be close enough to be able to relate and have fun and, t- and, and touch them but still maintain a position of a leader but I want to I want to ment- I want to spend time sit down and mentor these people consistently on a consistent basis. And you got to be willing to do the work to sit there and make an impact on their life and the loyalty that will come from that is hard to duplicate. The the sense of accomplishment and gratification that you'll feel from making an impact in their life is hard to is hard to duplicate. But like anything else that takes, that's great, it takes work. And so I just want to encourage you to go out there and stop waiting for people to come to you. Stop looking at these resumes. Go out there and hunt down the person. Go find the person that you want to fill your spot in your business. Go find them out there. They're out there. Go talk to them. Take shots. Next person up, if they don't do it, somebody else will. And then I want to encourage you to, to, to give the youth a shot and build with that youth. Just, you just understand it comes with some baggage, comes with a little bit of development. Don't be lazy because it'll pay dividends working with them young guns. All right, thanks for 
joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready, it's a new day. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try and told, told him I'm a beast, bud.